Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome to Healthy Follower, a space you can receive encouragement to live a healthy lifestyle as a follower of Christ in whatever type of season you're in. Spiritual, mental, and physical balance through the lens of God's truth. I'm Sherry, a seasoned homeschool mom of six, uh, learning how to savor the chaotic moments in my life. I'm into CrossFit, babies, and loving on other people. And I'm Andy, wife, mom of two spunky girls, homeschooler, procrastinator, and a nine on the Enneagram. Welcome to Healthy Follower. Good evening, Sherry. <laughs> Good evening, Andy. How are you? Good. All right. Um, wow. We're going to have to maybe do a few takes on this one. Okay. I guess we can start with how is your heart today? Oh, my heart this morning, I kind of woke up and was feeling just like there was a lot to do. Um, and so I felt, it felt really kind of chaotic, but also excited at the same time, uh, knowing like all these things that I had to get done. Um, but also, um, there's a relationship in my life that, uh, Oh, it, it's a relationship that I have prayed over, um, for many, many years. And it's just, you know how you sometimes just get to a point where it's like, okay, you've done all the things you've done what you can do. And my, my heart is just heavy, heavy for this person. So I get that totally. <sighs> Sherry, how is your heart? It's how is my heart? My heart is actually kind of calm today. Yay. Yeah. I'm just at peace, I guess. Um, getting some things done that are in line with what God wants me to do. So, um, yeah, there's just, sense of calm with that I guess so there really is yeah yeah I mean there's outer circumstances going on right now that makes things feel a little chaotic but yeah. um I feel like I'm lined up well so that's been doing hey, good yeah good. so um I thought we should uh, share our heart for our ministry with our listeners. Because um, okay. I think we explained a little bit of who we were, but um, I think our whole point with this was, um, well, basically to kind of paraphrase 1 John 3.18, uh, we really want to try to love on others and um, not just by words, um, but by action um, and in truth yeah. and yeah and so um, I you know we just have a huge heart for uplifting and encouraging others and um, I think what goes along with that is us being honest with our own struggles and uh, I think our listeners are going to get a chance to um, hear us be authentic while we're encouraging them yeah, absolutely. So 
Um, so I'm hoping that the people that want to encourage to seek out some hope, joy, and self-worth in their life will hop along the journey while we're figuring it out ourselves and we can um, hopefully be encouraging in that way. Yeah. And I think that's a good point. Like we, we are not anybody who has arrived or know <laughs> that there is, or think that there is like a, a an achievement. We just right. have, we've just gone through a lot and we want to share our knowledge and our wisdom. And if it helps one person in life, then I, that's fine. Right. I mean, not that that's fine. Like, oh, okay. But that's great. Like one person is enough. It is. And I think, remember, it's not about perfection. It's just, it's yes. a journey, right? Because perfection, I guess would be heaven, but um, we're just all on a journey. And um, really the heart is just for people to know that God cares and that they matter. Yes. So um so that leads us into our topic we might have a few topics but one of them is um titus 2 came to mind uh that yes. tends to be our our heart a little bit i don't think um i did not share well last time and so i am older um I am a mom of six and I am a grandma and I'm still raising kids at the same time. So I have a 20 year span between all six of my kids. And um, one of the things that's beautiful about our friendship is that there is this kind of Titus two, I have wisdom to offer, um, but I also glean a lot from you. And so I think we should, um, let the listeners know where you are in your life as far as your <laughs> age bracket goes. <laughs> I was born in 1989. Oh, you're such a baby. <laughs> no, so, um, you know, people didn't catch on last time that you actually had gone out with um, my oldest son basically years ago. And, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm 53 and um, so there is an age gap there and God has just graced us hugely with the friendship. And I think that's the beauty of, um, fellowship in Christ Yeah, is that we can be there for each other. And I'm hoping we can, um, encourage other people out there to, um, not have age barriers in, in the journey of seeking out wise counsel from each other. Yeah. And I, you know, you're, you're talking about Titus too. And we, uh, through our church have been going through a book by the name of adorned by Nancy DeMoss. I'm going to butcher the last name. Wolgamuth. Wolgamuth. Sorry, Nancy. I mean, you'll probably never listen to this, so it's fine. <laughs> but, um, uh, it, it, yeah, and it talks about, it lays out the Titus to mentoring and how really it's not about our physical age and that 
everybody, no matter what season you're in, what age you are, you can be a mentor to somebody. And, and like you said, Sherry, like it does, it goes both ways. We, you know, we often talk about how you learn a lot from me, but I also learn a lot from you. Um, and it's, you know, the reminder of, okay, yes, while I consider myself to be a younger person, I suppose, um, there's still plenty of people younger than me and I can have an impact on them. I mean, even if you're in high school, right? Like, and we do, we have one high schooler in that book club and it's really fun to see um, her perspective on things and to see her heart. Um, you know, she comes with her mom and her grandma. So it's, it's really cool to see that multi-generational um, faith. Uh, but yeah, even she can have an impact on somebody and be a mentor to somebody. Yeah, that definitely is. A, um, it's just a blessing to see. And you're right. There's I've I've had young people come alongside me. Even my my uh, 22 year old son is is quite wise with stuff. So I like what you wrote down under the teach what is good. Do you want to touch on that? What did I write down? <laughs> oh, wait, here we go. The harmony in our home. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I forgot this. Because that's what I had written down. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'll fill in this. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, basically when you're summing up uh, Titus 2, when you're, I'm referring to women in general um but I, I imagine it can apply to the whole chapter um but to teach what is good and encourage harmony in the home is what i feel like i need to do um with people and um just to reassure that peace is in the home um that it's possible to attain when we use kindness to care for our children and to love on our husbands so basically it's a heart issue um, yeah. you know, and that's tough because a lot of times we have hurt hearts in our home. Um, I mean, that's just the honesty that's there. Um, yet when we can offer unconditional love in our homes, we honor God in that process. Yeah. And I firsthand have experienced that, um, you know, and for me, it took about eight years of a lot of selfless kindness before I started seeing a reply back. So, um, or not even a reply, but just that you could see good soil starting to happen. Um, you know, so that's where my heart is with helping others is just to let them know that, um, just have faith to pour out kindness, even, uh, when it doesn't feel easy to do. Yeah. Okay. You want to move on to, they will know us. They will know us. How will they know us? They will know us by our love. They will. Yeah. So we just wanted to, um, 
really make the focus of this podcast uh, about John 13, 35. Um, 34 is really good too. I think it's a big part of it. Um, as I was looking through it, because I just wanted to offer um, our listeners a little bit of context in case, you know, you're on the road or whatever. Um, but in John 13, it's um, at the Passover supper, Jesus's last supper with his disciples. And it's when he washes his disciples feet. And um, you get to verse 34 in John chapter 13. And it says a new commandment I give to you that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And um, for me personally, John 13, 35 stood out um, maybe about a, a couple of years ago now. And I really wanted to make it a focus in my home. Um, so I chose to try and do that through our homeschool year. Um, I didn't do a great job at it, but we did keep coming back to it. And I think, you know, for me and my faith journey over the last maybe three, two, three, four years, I've just realized that um, that uh, it's hard to generalize and to put stigmas and stereotypes. Um, but a lot of Christians just kind of play the game. Um, there's a lot of legalism. There's a lot of what we might call Pharisees. There's a lot of um, people trying to do Jesus. Um, trying to do the right thing. And really, I, I speak from experience because I think I've been in all of these places in my walk and in my journey. So, um, you know, I'm really not pointing fingers, but also at the same time, we have to really check our hearts and check our motives um, and figure out what is at the core of what we're doing. And Jesus makes it super clear that it should be love and nothing else. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. I mean, it kind to me, it, you know, we often talk about, I think in the, in the Christian world, we talk about how, oh, I just, I just, I, um, how do I want to word this? Uh, that there's like, you notice somebody and, or pastors will say, you should, someone should be able to look at you and know you're a Christian. Well, I mean, that's a bit far reaching, but yeah, by your actions, they should know that you're different. And I think you kind of wanted to touch on that, didn't you, Sherry, about... Um, uh, yeah, the you know, what stands out to me in the, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Um, he's talking to the disciples, because you have to start, and this is, relates to my home, 
it has to start in your house, in your home. And I know, you know, I didn't come from a strong Christian background as a child. I mean, I was exposed to it, but it wasn't in my home. Um, but I saw a lot of fakeness along the way from other family members. And um, so I remember having kids and the first mission field we should be um, loving and serving is in our home first. Absolutely. And yeah, and I really wanted, um, I wanted my kids to see the walk with Christ, not just to hear it, um, what you're supposed to do. I wanted them to see maybe the same towards them and their fathers as I was out in public. Um, and the fascinating thing now that, you know, I'm 31 years into parenting, um, is that half my kids are grown and I am seeing that because I've invested that honesty and transparency to my kids, um, I, I see them passing that along themselves. Um, and so that's been a huge blessing in the journey. And once you can get your own home and it's continuous, you don't, it doesn't ever, you don't ever stop living out your faith for Christ and loving everybody unconditionally. But this is where the kindness matters too, because you're just, if you pour in kindness and patience, you know, be loving, then that helps them figure out how to do life themselves and to just pass on that legacy of it's Christ's love, not ours. Yeah. So, um, so I just, I think that's pretty neat that he touched in his house first, basically. Right. Right. Um, and then they go out and, and serve. Right. And with, you know, with him washing their feet, he was, he was leading by example. He was loving by example. Well, and, and humble servanthood, right? Yeah. So, I mean, how, isn't it kind of hard sometimes with our ones that are closest up to us to oh, be yeah. the most loving? I don't know why we're like that. It's comfortable, I guess. But to remember that servant heart for others. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be hard to do. <laughs> oh, yes. Daily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially with, you know, like you were saying, like, we have broken hearts. Everybody's broken. We all have our things and a quick trigger here and a, you know, small push there. And it like, you lose it for the day. <laughs> it can happen so fast. Well, and then Jesus, you know, he's, so he washes their feet. Um, and contextually, if, if anyone doesn't know, you know, they, they wore sandals, they walked on dirt roads, they, you know, they didn't bathe very often, I imagine. Um, and so, you, you know, their, their feet were filthy <laughs> and Jesus, who is claiming to be the Messiah, um, and, has been their teacher, their rabbi, their mentor for three years is now 
like taking off his jacket, putting a towel around his waist. And he's like, all right, guys, give me your feet. Let me wash them. And there were 12 of them (laughs) that he was washing. Did they have enough water for that? (laughs) I mean, can you imagine the bowl of water after that? (laughs) Oh. But then he's, you know, so he's washing their feet and then, and then they all sit down for their Passover meal. Um, and he starts explaining to them why he, why, why he was washing their feet. Um, and he says, I give you an example that you also should do as I have done for you. You know, tying right back into... So I have to wash people's feet? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, just mess up, you yeah. <laughs> wash their feet with your heart. Amen, sister. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus, he, he was loving by example. Well, I'd like to point out, you know, you shared earlier how your heart was doing and how it's, it's struggling in this area of a relationship with someone that's just, is hard. And it's, you know, it's not easy in life going across all these people and all these circumstances that God puts in our path. Yeah. Um, so thank God for God's grace. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I had first John two, seven through 11, cause I was just kind of searching for love and right. seeing what came up. And what's that um, one? Cause that's what I don't have. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but also what I was looking for was when Jesus talks about the greatest commandment is to love God and love your neighbor. Um, Boy, don't we need that right now? <laughs> right. And he says in, in all of this, in loving God and loving others, you fulfill all the laws. I mean, and it's, you would. right. It's really simple yet. Oh, so difficult. Yes, I agree. I don't know. I have a fun time loving on people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're, you know, obviously I have my moments. Yeah. But I'm more of the annoying. I'm going to love you anyways. You have person. super joy powers. <laughs> uh, what, what's your superhero power? <laughs> I have joy all the time. <laughs> I'm Sherry. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay, but First John 2, 7 through 11 is, I don't remember who wrote these. John? John. Maybe. John yeah. wrote them. John letters. <laughs> John letters. Um, but not John the Baptist and not John the disciple, right? I think it was John, Jesus's brother. Do we know that? I don't, I don't know. know that. I don't know. A John of the Bible. <laughs> so he's writing and he says, Beloved, I'm I'm not writing a new commandment to you, but an old commandment, which you've heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you've heard. On the other hand, I am writing a new commandment to you, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and true light is already shining. The one who says he's in the light and yet hates his brother is in the darkness. The one who loves his brother abides in the light and there's no cause for stumbling in him. But the one who hates his brother is in darkness 
and walks in the darkness and does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I mean, really, to me, it, I feel like he's saying, um, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. Um, I might be telling you in a different way, but basically you gotta love because that's all there is to it. Um, and I think if the church did that, um, man, we could be so effective. We could be so effective if that would be the case. And, you know, really we'd be more efficient in our home and in our community. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'd actually be the body of Christ. We would actually be the church instead of the church being a building on every corner. Right. That is true. I find it interesting sometimes that the, uh, some people view body of Christ as their church. And yet, yeah, all basically denominations of churches. Yeah. Help create that body. Um, Cause you know, I've served in other churches while being attending my own home church. Mm -hmm. um, I've been willing to like help out with BBS and people will be like, well, that's not your church. Well, it's still the body of Christ. Right. Um, and you just love where you can and where it's needed. And sometimes it's in the church. A lot of times it's in the church actually. Yeah. And then, um, you know, in your communities and, um, obviously people that maybe don't know truth yet and, and, you just love everybody. Yeah. And I think if, if we really loved the way that Jesus loved, um, there would not be so much division in our country. Um, there would not be so much hatred and, um, I really think that, I don't know. I don't want to get political, I guess, but. Right. Um, and I think that there would be a lot less brokenness. Yeah. Out there, which is why we're doing this. It's so we can start loving on people, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, just sharing our hearts. It's what we can do. So we've already shared some scripture. Yeah. That's something we usually uh, planned out for towards the end of our little podcast here. Yeah. Well, I do know that all of these scriptures will be in the show notes. Yay. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can find this in the show notes. I'm loving this. This is going to be fun. This is fun. Yeah. Um, should we talk a little bit about our conference that we're going to have? 
oh yeah that conference yeah yeah so you know <laughs> so my good friend andy says hey let's record a few things and and practice some stuff and then i blinked and out went our first podcast <laughs> <laughs> along with hey and we are doing this conference we and are. i i knew we were going to be doing it but um I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Um, I'm hoping we can give some encouragement during this COVID crisis. What did you name it, by the way? You came up with the title. I did. Um, well, it's a health during quarantine, half-day conference, creating life in your home. Ah, yes. See, and that's just right up my alley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but I think we're going to do a few sessions, right? We're going to do one together. Yeah. Um, the spiritual aspect of creating some peace in your home. Yeah. Um, and then I think I'll be touching on the physical health yes. process and yep. then we'll have you wrap it up probably with dealing with the mental because, you know, this is, this is really rough on a lot of people. So yeah, I can offer some tools of what can help, you know, relieve stress and take care of our bodies. But um, a lot of people are struggling with their minds. Yeah, through this. So yeah, I'm, I'm really prayerful that this we can reach out and help a lot of people. Yeah, with some hope and encouragement. Yeah, I think that would be amazing. So it's gonna be Saturday, May 9th. Um, at 9 a.m. and there is a zoom link on our website thehealthyfollower.com um, right now zoom is what we know <laughs> it's what we've got um, so if you click when you go to the website if you click on the join now button it's just gonna pull up the zoom meeting so um, I mean you can go and you can click on it. If you don't have Zoom, it'll it'll prompt you to download the Zoom app. Um, but other than that, I guess it's kind of like set a reminder in your phone, <laughs> and then um, maybe we'll send out. I we can't send out an email. We don't have an email list. Subscribe to our email list <laughs> at at thehealthyfollower.com. It should pop up somewhere. So yeah, now my, my question is, if this is going to be on Zoom, does that mean that they can see us? Yes. Oh, that's going to be fun. Remember we <laughs> talked about that. Uh, that would be all good. Yeah. You can just hang a curtain behind you or... Well, you, take, don't like my, you don't like the photograph by me? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I see Polly Pockets back there too. Oh, oh, can you see that far over there? Oh my, yep, yeah, you can. can. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the the link on that we have is Zoom. I might look into another, um, like more of a webinar platform so that it will send you an email so you can sign up for it. I don't know. Just go to our website thehealthyfollower.com and you can you can find out more there i like it yeah all right anything you wanna... else I, I think that's 
doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to pray? Um, not yet. Okay. Oh, I'm missing something. Yes. I don't have my uh, notes in front of me. That's okay. Our last segment. What have you done this week for your health? Oh, for my health. What have I done? I, <laughs> it took me a few days to get started. So we haven't done this for a week, right? Yeah, just but I am starting the Holy 40. Oh, you are. I am. I'm on day three. Of... You started without me. Oh, why don't we start with me? Okay. No. Yes. I almost. I mean, yes. <laughs> so my, uh, you know, I do like food. So my family burnt pizza today. And I'm like, oh, it's made for me. And my husband, who doesn't even know what I'm doing, is like, no, that's. No, that's not going to serve you. you. You can't have that. <laughs> what? And I was like, oh, he's so right. But he was, he did it not in a, I don't know what way, but, you know, years ago, I would have been really offended by that. But he was doing that out of, out of his heart to say, no, you, you, you do so much better if you're not eating that junk. And he was right. And I was like, oh, so I escaped that. Oh, Mr. Fred. <laughs> right. You You're good. making me so happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, you know, day three is the roughest, but you have habits when you're trying to eat something a little bit healthier, well, a lot healthier. Yeah. You just have habits and I won't get into here because it could be just a whole different thing, but you just mindlessly do things. And so I was, I appreciated that he stepped in and, and made me be more accountable. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah. So, um, that is what I'm doing. I am eating clean. That's basically what it is. You eat clean in your journal about your thoughts and be prayerful about it. And so that's what I'm doing. Nice. Um, yeah. And it's all over, you know, you're, you're hoping to have a focus when you choose to do this. Mine is to, um, be obedient to the Lord in this ministry. Um, because I'm more comfortable, obviously, talking to just you, yeah, <laughs> or just one-on-one, -on -one, um, anybody. I'm a I'm a very people person, um, so it's a little less comfortable to talk out to people than to see them face to face. So. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, you just see me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you doing? What healthy habit are you working on? Or what is something healthy that you've done this week? It doesn't have to be continuous. No. Just a positive step. But I am working. I'm trying to work on a healthy habit. I started working out. Whoop, whoop. So my dad's wife is um, not a certified personal trainer, but she has gone to school for maybe taking some classes in it. It's a passion of hers. She was a bodybuilder when she was younger. Um, yeah. And like did the, did the shows, won trophies and medals and things. Um, and so she's got a sweet little gym set up and she has let me join in on her workouts and then came up with this three week, five day rotating workout that I can just pop up and do and yeah I'm very excited I'm really sore <laughs> yay 
that means you're alive. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, you know, when I've had a rough workout or whatever, and I'm sore, or I think I'm going to die during it. I'm like, but I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, that I can actually do this is what I often say. Yeah. And it feels good. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I'm just tired. No, it's late. I'm tired. <laughs> um, I am also trying to... Oh, my baby's crying. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to rain. I don't know. Just examine my life and figure out what are... What are healthy things and not healthy things that I can do? Wow, she's really crying. You want to pray, Sherry, and then we'll hop off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, dear Lord, just thank you for this opportunity to um, fellowship um, out in this podcast land. I just pray that uh, listening hearts are um, just blessed with this journey that we can love on each other. Um, I just pray for your um, peace to be with them. And um, just thank you that we get this opportunity to um, reach out and encourage people and love on people and um, just do what we've been called to do. In Jesus' name we pray. much for joining us on the healthy follower podcast we're sherry and andy and if you'd like more information you can visit our website at uh, thehealthyfollower.com you can also find us on instagram and facebook handle at thehealthyfollower be sure to check out our website for the zoom link for our half day conference we mentioned that'll be on saturday may 9th at 9 a.m looking forward to seeing you there I really hate praying out loud. <laughs> you did great. But I did it. You did it. Thank you.